Hi, my name is Ruth Friedman, and I serve as the Maharat at Ohev Shalom, the National Synagogue in Washington, D.C., and welcome to my new weekly Parsha podcast, Life Imitates Torah. This week's Parsha, Vayera, opens with a story that is a classic story known to anyone who grew up in day school or at all Jewish educational system. And that is because it's a story that teaches us two positive elements of being a Jew. And that is the the attributes of Bikur Cholim and of Hachnasat Orchim, of visiting the sick and welcoming guests. And the scene that lays these out is the opening of our Parsha where Avraham is sitting in the entrance to his tent in the heat of the day, and God appears to him. And our sages teach that God appeared to him because it was the third day after Avraham's circumcision, and we know that that is the most painful day of recovery. And so God was visiting Avraham to visit the sick, to be kurcholim, and that teaches us the very important mitzvah of visiting the sick. And then, but Avraham isn't just sitting there moaning in his pain and in his discomfort. He is sitting at the entrance of his tent looking for guests, not even just waiting for guests. He's actually looking for guests. And when he sees three men standing above him, he rushes to welcome them and to get food for them and to wash their feet and to be able to serve them. And we learn that this teaches the beautiful mitzvah of hachnasat orchim, of welcoming guests. And so isn't this a wonderful story that teaches us about how we visit people and how we are supposed to treat people as Jews? Now, there's one teaching I just want to offer, one nugget of thought today that helps us, I think, understand this element of hachnasat orchim, of welcoming guests. Uh, we think often that that what Avraham did that was so striking was that he was sitting in the entrance of his tent, actively seeking out guests. He was looking. That it's one thing to, when someone knocks on your door, to say, yeah, sure, okay, come in, that's fine. Or to have guests over when the opportunity presents itself. But that it's another level of welcoming when you actually leave your home and you actively pursue guests and welcoming other people and making them feel comfortable before they even enter your space. But actually, according to one teaching that we have, see, come up in a Rashi and and then in a Midrash, that is not what is so radical about Avraham's idea of welcoming. And the story of Avraham sitting in the entrance of his tent and welcoming the guests, it is part of a bigger story in the beginning of our Parsha that involves these guests coming and eating and telling Sarah she's going to have a child and this um, God having this calculation in his mind about Stome and whether God should tell Avraham about Stome, etc., Now, this whole story is bookended by two verses that each have a striking interpretation that is itself fairly radical. So we look at the beginning with verse three at the beginning of our story. So until now, God has appeared to Abraham and then Abraham looks up and he sees these three men. Now, there's really two layers of interaction here. God is already with 
Avraham while Avraham is sitting in this opening, the opening of his tent. And then Avraham looks up and there are three men standing before him. So we would assume, uh, ordinarily we're taught that if you're faced with either people or God, you pay that respect to God. So this verse says, but this verse, uh, God seems to kind of all of a sudden not really be in the forefront anymore. And Avraham says, As the JPS translates, my Lord, if it please you, do not go on past your servant. And then please stay and you know, let me feed you, etc. That Avraham is saying to presumably um, the leader of these three men, please don't leave, don't keep traveling, come into my home and let me take care of you. And that's the first interpretation that Rashi provides us. But then Rashi gives us a davar acher, another interpretation. And he says, davar acher, kodesh hu, that this is holy. In other words, saying that when uh, when Avraham says Adonai imna matzapti chen be'enecha al nat avor me'al avadecha, Avraham is not saying it to the leader of those three men, but actually Avraham is turning to God and saying, in effect, God, if I have found favor in your eyes, please don't leave. I'm going to go take care of these guests, but I would really appreciate it if you could stay. Avraham has this sort of chutzpah as we might argue, reaction to God being to seeing the, those three men. And instead of saying, well, I'm with God, I better stay with God and, you know, just kind of let these men continue on walking. Rather, Avraham turns to God and says, hey, do you mind waiting for me while I take care of these three people? And to really round this out, we look at the other bookend at the end of this story. After Avraham, the guests have finished eating and Avraham has gone and escorted them onto Stom, which is their next stop. And God has this monologue, internal monologue, saying, am I really going to hide from Avraham what I'm about to do to Stom? I want him to be the leader. I should tell him. Then the men, the, in verse 22 in Chafbet, the verse tells us, Vayifnu misham ha'anashim stoma. So the men have left Avraham's home in his general vicinity, and they are walking towards Stom. The Avraham odenu omed lifnei Hashem. And Avraham remains standing before God, which itself doesn't actually really make a tremendous amount of sense. Avraham was still standing before God. Well, what does that mean? Avraham wasn't with God. Avraham was with the people. And was that unique to this moment? Isn't Avraham always with God, etc.? And this confusion probably is what leads to a teaching that we have in the Breshit Rabbah in 49.7 in the Midrash, where we have um, the notion of a tikkun sofrim, of a correction of the scribes introduced. And this is a, a, a fairly rare phenomenon where we're told that actually the scribes, the sofrim, altered the text in order to, uh, I guess, let's say, fix it. And so with the Midrash says, Amar Rabbi Simon, Tikkun Sofrim Huzeh, Shashchina Haita Mamtenet Avraham. That actually, this is a correction of the scribes, because really, what did the text in, should have said? That the presence of God was waiting for Avraham. In other words, that the Pasuk says, Avraham Odenu Omed Lifnei Hashem, but really, originally, it said, Hashem Odenu Omed Lifnei Avraham. That after all of this, God was still waiting for Avraham. Now, bookending this scene, what we now have are two teachings that have us at the opening when Avraham is visiting with God, but then sees people, says to God, hey, wait a minute, do you mind waiting for me? It's not rude, but he says, do you mind waiting for me while I go take care of these people? 
And that at the end, we're told that after he does it, after he feeds them, and this wasn't a short visit, and he escorts them off onto their journey, that God was still waiting for Abraham. That God waited for Abraham this whole time. Which takes this to a much different level when we think about the story as a model for welcoming. As we said, the model for welcoming typically is that Avram was sitting there and he was seeking out guests and walking them into his home and going above and beyond to try to take care of them. But really what this teaches us is that the, uh, the radical model of welcoming for Avraham was that Avraham was willing to say to God, God, you are not the focus right now. When there, is, there are people, there are people in need of hospitality. That is what I am looking for right now. And do you mind waiting? And think about what kind of lesson this teaches us about Avraham and his characteristics. The fact that this is not, that God waited for Avraham means that God approved of this plan. Avraham's never punished for this. It seems to be like this was a positive thing that Avraham did by asking God to wait. And this sheds a light both on Avraham, but also on what God is looking for in a leader. Avraham is someone who cares first, cares first and foremost about other people, which we'll see soon when Avraham challenges God about stone and says, what do you mean you're going to kill all these people? No, let's try to find some that can make it worth saving. Avraham is focused on other people's experience. And that is what God wants from us. God wants someone who cares about other human beings, even more so, arguably, than he cares or she cares about their relationship with God, God's self. And isn't that an amazing model, not just for welcoming, but for about how to live our lives as Jews today? And to remember that, yes, of course, God is what we look to for inspiration, what we look to, we try to reach towards something that that pulls us higher and higher. And yet at the same time, that is not the sum total of our religious experience. An important part of our religious experience is not just striving to be close to God, but also striving to be in relationship with other people and to support other people. And that one cannot exist without the other. And that sometimes even it might be that our relationship with people is more important than our relationship with God. And so I hope that this provides us a, a, a framework of thinking about what it means to interact with other people, what it means to be welcoming of other people, and what it means to live our lives as Jews today. Shabbat Shalom.